passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's real simple, you know, if you take a person's legs away, they can't run. Bear down, baby. That's it. Bears fans, this is Take the North with your hosts, David Haw and Dan Weeder. We're going to take the North and never give it back. Welcome to the Take the North podcast. I'm David Haw from the 670 Score Mullen Haw Show and Adam Sadzinski, our producer, is here tonight. Dan Weeder is chasing a deadline out to SoFi Stadium in LA after the Chargers beat the Bears 30 to 13. Sunday night football, another nationally televised loss. Adam, I think this is now seven straight, dating back to 2018. The next time the Bears are on Sunday night football, they should petition to be off of it. <laughs> um, disappointing game from the get go. It was billed, certainly, understandably, as the Tyson Bajent story. They didn't lose because of Tyson Bagent. The defense was shoddy. There are other factors uh, obviously contributing. But I think the, uh, the conversation on Monday is going to be about the Bears quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Tyson Bagent, two interceptions, did not have a great night, did not probably take advantage of the opportunity. Um, but there were a lot of reasons why the Bears were certainly outclassed and beaten badly tonight. Yeah, it was uh... – it was just a just a sad game, honestly. Like I was, I was, I, I, you know, we we were texting towards the front of the game about when we're going to do this the post game pod, and I told you we could probably just do it right now. Yeah, <laughs> and that was when the game was like fourteen to nothing, I think. So yeah, it just a just a sad game, and 
I don't know what it was about this team that they just didn't seem to have an edge to them like they did last week. At least that was my observation on it. And, you know, with Tyson Bajant, I think you saw his limitations as an NFL quarterback. You know, we talk about the quick decision-making and, and the quick release and everything, but some of those throws that he's making on the sideline are getting batted down or almost intercepted because he can't get the ball there fast enough or he's late to the throw. I think that's a good way to put it. You know, the, the weaknesses uh, balanced the strengths and the limitations were more obvious than they were against a team that had two edge rushers that mm-hmm. obviously are elite in Bosa and Khalil Mack. And those are guys bearing down on you all the time that you have to be aware of. I yeah. also believe that, having obviously this is within an hour of the game ending but I think that when you look at the way that they seem to at times confuse if not confuse it sort of complicate things at mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage for Bajan more than the Raiders did and you could see that maybe having a game on tape or six quarters on tape or whatever they were able to try to exploit things and make him more hesitant or tentative than he was when he was against the Raiders getting the ball and, and you know taking his steps and throwing it so there were a lot of reasons why I, I do think the arm strength was, I don't want to say exposed, but it was certainly mm-hmm. a noticeable, noticeable limitation. And um, again, he, he was in a position against the Raiders where his number one primary objective was don't lose this game. Right. And tonight, because of how badly the Bears defense played, he was put in a position, please win this game. Yeah. And there's a big difference there in the ask, especially when you're talking about an undrafted rookie free agent. So I'll just say now, and I wrote this on 670score.com, people can go check it out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that there's going to be a question if Justin Fields is healthy enough to practice or play against the Saints, I think it goes back to him. You need to know more about him. You need to know more about what you have and give him the chance to prove those things. So um the quarterback will get a lot of attention this right. week. Defense deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, under – geez, you know, if this was a, a halfway normal team, we'd probably be spending the whole week talking about how poorly, poorly the defense played, you know, especially in the first half. I mean, they couldn't tackle at all. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Tyreek Stevenson had, a, had a, I think, a rough game covering. You know, he made a bunch of tackles, which was good for me. I have him in an IDP individual defensive player league in fantasy. I picked him up at the last minute. So he had like 12 points because he had so many tackles. But it's not that great when you're getting beaten coverage all the time. And, you know, it's interesting you bring up like what the Chargers did defensively against Bajan. It was kind of weird that the Raiders didn't do more last week to try to confuse him. They pretty much just played straight up. They didn't really blitz a whole lot. And the Chargers... You know, we know that Brandon Staley really is in charge of that defense, and he he he. They didn't. I don't think blitz a ton, but like you said, they they gave the illusion of pressure a lot, and they ended up right. only bringing four or five. They did enough to make him hesitant, and they did enough to make him think. And I think that what we saw yeah. against the Raiders was a guy relying on his instincts, which are above average. And you yeah. know what what you saw again tonight was th- this guy has got a place on an NFL roster. He he's going to be a backup probably for a while. He's almost like a modern day uh, Josh McCown or more <laughs> because he's good in the room. He's a great personality. He has leadership qualities, and you like that. But mm-hmm. I do think that when he hesitates, you're going to see that half step that makes a difference. Um, and I think also, Adam, I think that we'll talk about this this week, but 
when the contrast is so stark between what you have in your mm-hmm. rookie quarterback and what your opponent has, that's what a $262 million quarterback looks like. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why teams like the Bears obsess over that decision. You know, who are they going to draft next year? Will they be in a position to move on from Justin Fields? Because if you have a ju- uh, if you have a, um, a Justin Herbert, you appreciate what you have and you pay him what he's worth. And he was special tonight: thirty-one out of forty, two ninety-eight, three touchdowns, pass yeah. rating one twenty-two point seven. And he completed what his first fifteen passes? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was insane. I mean, it, 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 because a lot of it was just guys were just kind of. Of unfortunately, usually the guy that wasn't on Jalen Johnson were just kind of open five yards down the field, ten yards down the field. Like he didn't really have to do much. The Bears weren't getting any pressure at all. I'm not trying to take anything away from Justin Herbert's game. He had a really good game, but he it almost seemed effortless because he was he had a clean, catch. Yeah, yeah he was, right. It, yeah. Was, it was clean pocket, gonna get the ball out, not staying, not having to stand in there very long because my guys are getting open pretty easily. So it was. I mean, it was just a casual stroll down the field for most of the game for the Chargers. And <clears throat> I do, I do no, think. We, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, no, I, just, I think his his numbers contrasted so much with with Bajan. He was Bajan was twenty five or thirty seven, mm-hmm. two thirty two, two picks without any touchdowns. His pass rating sixty two. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Right. Yeah. And so there's like, like you said, that's what a $200 million quarterback looks like. And that's what, you know, that's why the chargers paid him. And that's why the bears need to figure out the answer on Justin Fields going forward. Because if they think he can be that guy, we need to figure it out. now, you know what, you know, I think we know what Tyson Bajan is now. I think we've seen what his ceiling is. We've seen that he can win a game if his team plays well around him, but he's not going to be rarely, I should say, going to be the guy that you're winning because of. And I just, and I do want to bring this up before we get too far down the road here. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore only had six targets tonight, right? Which is inexcusable in a game that you're down multiple scores almost the entire time. I don't know how that happens. And you know, Eber, Eberfuss was asked about it after the game. He said he's got to go back and see what the Chargers were doing. But it just, I, I don't care what kind of coverage they're running. You have to find a way to get him the ball more than four catches in this game. I don't know how in fourth and two you target Darrington Evans. Yeah. I, <laughs> Your backup running back who split out wide to the right, and let's throw him a pass because that, that that's just not smart. And, and I wonder I wonder how much of that is, you know, Luke Getze. I wonder how much of that is having uh, a quarterback who's not experienced um, checking into a play that may not be the right one. I, it, it's, hard, it's hard to say. But I agree with you. When you throw 37 times, you're sacked once. Um, that's 38 pass plays. More than six should be directed toward yeah. the best player on your offense. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's it's completely inexcusable. And it feels like, you know, how many times this, this season have we had this this conversation? Get DJ ball. The, excuse me. Get DJ more the ball more often. Right. Like, because you can't, you can't have a game where he only has six targets. And, and it's like, I know that teams are doing a lot of things to, to, you know, while they're double him, doubling him. He, I know he said that he's had three or four guys on him at times. So I know on those plays, you're not going to give him the ball, but you know, get him, get him quick slants, quick, quick screens, drag him across the field, do something to get him open and to get him the ball, especially when you have a backup quarterback in the game. And when you're losing by 14, 17, 20 points, the entire time let's touch on a couple quick things just to get your impression of those i don't think we'll give out game balls tonight but i want to talk about a couple <laughs> plays um if you get blown out on national television i don't think you deserve game balls no um, I mean, yeah there's I, I don't know who i don't know who maybe cole Komet would get one he yeah he game, caught but, 10 passes um yeah. first play of the game first pass play of the game deep ball yeah. to darnell mooney um, Matt Eberflus said post game that he should have Mooney should have gotten up and kept running. And if you're coached that way, you're going to sell it like, hey, mm-hmm. I scored a touchdown. He didn't do that. How big of a play do you think that was? You know, it was weird because I didn't realize on the first look, I thought that maybe like they were saying the initial contact that the defender made on on Darno Mooney before the pass got there was like counting as him being touched. But it didn't you know, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. And I thought it was weird that they blew it dead. Usually that's the kind of play where it's like, I thought that these officials are pretty, pretty much told, like, if it's a question on a play like that, let it go. And we can, that's what we what we have review for. We can go back and review. Oh yeah. He was touched. The ball's coming back. So, I mean, I don't know how much it would have really impacted the, the game itself. I mean, let's say like he does stand up and he ends up scoring or, they get a field goal out of it because he got you know twenty more yards before anyone got there. Like the way the Bears' defense was playing tonight, I don't think that 
it would have made a huge impact on the the outcome. But maybe it cre- yeah, maybe it creates a little more momentum for the offense, and it's a little closer. Maybe we're talking about a a ten point loss instead of a seventeen point loss. Yeah. But, it, it was weird. It was yeah. it was weird. I mean, I think it was just the theme of the night. The officiating was was not at its best. It was clunky time. for a national yeah. televised audience. It was clunky. Um, the other one had nothing to do with officials. But if I were Ryan Poles, I would cut Bayless Jones on Monday. Oh God, yeah. I, I I just don't know how you can allow a third round draft pick to continue to make such big play mistakes that really are just a matter of either concentration or lack of ability or something, but he dropped that pass. And I don't really mm-hmm. care if it was a little bit underthrown. You're an NFL wide receiver. You're in the end zone. You're uncovered. It hits you in the chest. You've got to catch that ball. Yeah. It that's just, that just can't happen. And I, yeah. you know, we've had this conversation about Vela Jones too many times. Like I understand he's, he's been better this year. He hasn't made like the critical mistakes this is the first time that I think we can point and say like, yeah, he really messed up this season. Like he's become a good kick returner. He's been used a little bit more within the offense on, on various, you know, like, you know, whether you want a, a screen or they, they tossed the ball to him once last week, but like that can't happen. That can't happen. Like, I understand you slipped. I understand the ball was a little underthrown. The ball got there. The ball hit you in the chest and you know, the turf probably didn't help him when he was, when he was slipping, but that's that's a whole different conversation about field turf, but like it it just can't happen. And yeah, I don't think they're gonna cut him tomorrow because their wide I don't receiver either. depth isn't yeah. yeah. It'd be nice if they could because their wide receiver depth just especially after they got rid of Chase Claypool is just not good enough to jettison anyone really. And it just after this season, though, I like. I mean, he. I think he barely made the team this year, right? Like, if Dante Pettis doesn't get hurt in the preseason, then I don't know if he does make the team. So, Good point. So, yeah. The other the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, Eddie Jackson was in uniform and right. active, but didn't play that I saw, and he wasn't on the stat sheet. Jaquan Brisker was out with an illness. I would like to know more about the Eddie Jackson situation. We don't know. We're not there. But very curious that he would be active but not play. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. I mean, I guess maybe they just needed him for like he. I don't know. It's it's, we had this conversation I think earlier this season with one of the offensive linemen who was active but didn't play. And it's like if if you're active, then you're supposedly healthy enough to play. And when the Bears are already thin in their secondary, especially with their safeties, which Jaquan Brisker, you think he would be on the field. And if he's not healthy enough to play, then why is he active? So like, I'm sure that'll be a question tomorrow. For He wasn't asked about it uh, tonight in postgame. But it's – and this is not the first time we've seen this with Eddie Jackson too, right? Remember the, the right. playoff game against the Eagles in 2018? He dressed and didn't play. Um, so I guess maybe they just wanted him out there as a just-in-case option. But like – Again, if you're not healthy enough to start, especially when you're so thin at safety, then why is he even active? I I just don't understand, you know, using an active spot on your roster for a guy that you're not planning to use. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And last thing is, let, let me just reiterate the, the whole thing about Tyson Bajan, because I know he'll probably be the source of a lot of conversation. And there'll be a lot of I told you so's and, <laughs> and this and that. And people think that, uh, you know, so last week was a range of uh, opinions. I, I went from being a Justin Fields apologist <laughs> to people now uh, coming at me on Twitter about, you know, I, I told you about Tyson Bajan. You guys are responsible for the hype. Look, Chicago had quite a week in in celebrating or evaluating what the Raiders' victory meant for Tyson Bajan. It, it was a remarkable story, and it remains mm-hmm. a remarkable story. You saw on NBC tonight, they had so much trivia on Tyson Bajan. They kept shoving it down the <laughs> viewers' throats even after it was a blowout. So he has nothing to be ashamed of. He has nothing to feel bad about. They lost a game. He can feel bad about that. But I, I don't think that this isn't necessarily about what Tyson Bajan wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's about kind of who he is as a quarterback. He'll get better. He's a 23-year-old rookie. I think the expectations might have been oversized just because of how he performed in a victory over the Raiders. But saying that Justin Fields should get the job back if he's healthy is not an indictment on on Tyson Bajan as much as just recognition about this is the way it works in the NFL. Justin right. Fields has more talent and ability and going to put you in a better chance to win. And Tyson Bajan has some limitations he'll get better at. But they were kind of exploited at times tonight. So... This is kind of um, the the order of things in the NFL. And the NFL, as great of a story as it was, and had the Hollywood backdrop, NFL doesn't care. It's not sentimental. Reality intervened, and this is what you get. Right. And, yeah, like, I don't understand why. And we had this – I know that most of the shows on the score had this conversation this last week. but And and it'll probably continue. Like, this this can just be a nice story. Yeah. Like – like it's it's highly improbable he was going to make a roster, let alone be the number two quarterback, let alone start and win a game in his first start. Right. Like all of that is like Hollywood movie type stuff after he came from a division two school like it, that can just be a nice story. And look, he's going to make a bunch of money playing in the NFL because he's good enough to be an NFL backup for a long time. And you can make a long a lot of money doing that, and that's great for him. Heck, he might even just be on the Bears again next season. But the the idea that he can be a high level NFL starting quarterback should be done after this game. Like you saw the limitations, you saw that he 
if you need a quarterback to like, hey, our defense doesn't have it today, we got to score. They couldn't get it done, and it wasn't all on him. I think there, you know, there's scheme problems. Certainly, you know, the offensive line they, they they didn't run the ball as well as they did last week, and you know they're playing from behind almost immediately. But like you got it, like this season ultimately, and I know you and Dan have talked about this a bunch. Like this season ultimately was about is about what is Justin Fields, and they still need to answer right. that question. Like I know some people have think they have their answer. I think we're getting close. To, to an answer, but he deserves the chance to go out there and, and try to convince you that he can be your long-term starting quarterback. And, you know, especially with the way this season's going down the tank, like you're going to have some choices to make. So you need to have as much information about him as you possibly can. Totally agree. There are nine games left. That's a promise, not a threat. And <laughs> they'll be able to uh, evaluate him uh, down the stretch, provided he stays healthy. So right. we'll continue to talk about that. Adam, I think that what we're going to do with Dan being on the road and tr- coming back, when he gets back to House Hall, we're going to push our podcast back from maybe Tuesday morning to maybe later Tuesday. We're going to try to tape it on Tuesday just so he gets his bearings and Rather than have somebody who wasn't at SoFi, I want to get his impression. So we're going to push the For podcast sure. back a day, and um, we'll continue to monitor things going on at Hallis Hall uh, all week long. Now, if something happens on Monday, we certainly will be here to have what they call an emergency pod. We'll react. <laughs> but um, we will probably be back on Tuesday, uh, either afternoon or Wednesday morning, to bring you the latest on the Bears. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up, unless you have anything else to add. That's all I got. It was a... Boring game. Just it, is, boring it was a bad game. I'm going to get to sleep so we can get yeah. up to 5.30, talk about it on the Mullen Haw Show. For Adam Sinzinski, for Dan Weeder, who's in L.A. Um, in the locker room making deadline, I'm David Haw from 674. We'll talk to you next time on the Take the North podcast. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody, I'm Mark Shanowski, along with one of the NBA's most popular analysts, Stacey King. We're inviting you to join us on the Gimme the Hot Sauce podcast. So join us every week here in the Hot Sauce studios where we'll be talking about basketball, football, MMA, entertainment, and unique viewpoints from a group of sports experts having a few brews. That's right. Listen up on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.